This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Powerhouse entrepreneur and pioneer of the brow revolution that's taken over the beauty world, Anastasia Soare is the founder, CEO, and creative visionary behind Anastasia Beverly Hills. Hi everyone and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who are building some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable in Maine has been an incredible journey so far, and I decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a delight to introduce you our guest for today, Anastasia Soare. One of the fastest growing and well-known makeup brands in the world, Anastasia Beverly Hills is the namesake brand founded by Anastasia Soare. The driving force behind the patented golden ratio brow method, which is based upon the mathematical ratio to find symmetry and balance in brows. Anastasia created a breakthrough method to enhance beauty, and she's also widely credited for igniting the brow revolution that has become a landmark contribution to the industry and continues to define many major beauty trends today. Featured on Forbes' list of top self-made women, with Anastasia Beverly Hills now a staple in any beauty lover's collection, including mine, Anastasia has truly built a beauty empire. So Anastasia, thank you so much for being with us today. Wow, pleasure have, to have me here. I'm so excited to talk to you about everything from beauty to how I build my business. I can't wait. So let's get straight into it. So the first question I ask all my guests is who in a nutshell is Anastasia? An avid lover of trying to get deep and find secrets of how I could share my knowledge with everyone. Like, just to give you an example, I started this uh, eyebrow just from the, uh, a need of 
solving my own problem. I have over tweezed eyebrow because in Romania, my esthetician used to tweeze very much my eyebrows. And I realized that I looked surprised in the pictures. So uh, using my knowledge from my art school, my teacher always said, if you want to draw a portrait and you want to change an emotion, just change the, the person's eyebrows. And he was the one introducing me to, to the theory of Leonardo da Vinci that used in all his work. So I start looking at my pictures and trying to understand how I could apply the golden ratio formula into shaping my eyebrows. So it took me years to develop this technique, but I solved my problem and I felt like it was such an aha moment that made me look better, uh, gave me confidence. And I thought, wow, I have to share this with everyone. Every single person needs to to be aware of this and, and try to learn how, based on their golden uh, the the, the uh, their bone structure and natural shape they could find the perfect shape for their eyebrows so that was a mission this is who anastasia is today it took me 30 years to use all my whatever i i learned in school in romania uh, i use everything to develop a technique to develop products and share with everyone not only uh, those are the products but i want to 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 tell them why they need to do it and how they need to do it so to empower everyone oh i love that and thank god you did because you truly have changed the lives of many um, and we're just so grateful for you. But kind of, I wanted to start at the beginning because you mentioned a lot Romania and I understand you were born and raised in Romania. Um, I would kind of love to learn a little bit about your, and I've read a lot online about this and the inspiration. Um, we, you had a huge powerhouse in your life, which was your mother. I remember uh, reading about uh, the Sunday visits to the beauty salon and also her incredible like tailoring business. And she must have had a great impact into your journey from beauty and business. So we'd love to know a little bit about that. So my mother was an entrepreneur. She um, had the tailor shop and be, because I was in, I was so good on drawing, uh, I used to design the clothes for her clients. So um, without even knowing, she introduced me to the golden ratio, the Vitruvian man theory how our body is in a great proportion. So she didn't know about the golden ratio or the Vitruvian man, but just measuring for so many years people's body, she used to tell me like, oh, this client has, a sh the, the shoulders are smaller than the hips. So for her dress, we need to design something that will create perfect proportion. So we need to use shoulder pads or, so I will do the design of her dress based on the measurement of her body. I, I never paid attention to my, or uh, it was something normal that I grew up and I used to design. I never thought that I would ever use that, or at least I will understand what was the base, the scientific explanation of that. So she was very successful in what she did. She had the love for her client, which I learned to hug my client. Everything she did was to, to empower women, to make them look good, to make them look beautiful or feel beautiful. And um, she was a very savvy businesswoman, uh, and I learned so much from her. So uh, 
everything that I know today, probably a lot, or at least a lot, I learned from her. Uh, how to do my business, how to basically build everything by by loving my clients. Uh, customer service was so important for her. I remember being a little girl and used to ask my mom, mom, you work so much. You wake up at six o'clock and until 12 o'clock, you don't stop. I said, you, aren't you bored? Are you uh, tired? And, and uh, she said to me, I love what I do. I love my clients and I love to see them being so happy when they get dressed and uh, with, the, with the things that I design and I make them. And I, I couldn't understand at that age. Then later on, my daughter asked me one day the same question. I was working in the salon so many hours, and she asked me the same question. Like, Mom, this is so much work. You don't, you, you have to stop working that hard. And I told her, like, you know, it's so funny. My mother uh, told, asked me, I asked my mother exactly the same question. And the answer is, I love what I do. I, I'm in love to. And guess what? One day you will be the same. And yes, today she's the same. So, yes, my mother was a, a, a very important figure in, in what I was able to become today. She is a, was an inspiration for me, uh, a strong human being, a, a, a tough woman. And remember, we, she, she lived in a communist regime where, in an era where women couldn't do that. They had to have kids and stay home and be wives. But my father died when I was 12, so we needed to survive. So um, it, it was inspirational and, and, uh, somebody uh, that I look up to even to these days, the strength that she has, the power, the the it is incredible to, and it's it's amazing to have somebody. I'm so lucky to have somebody in my life like my mother. Oh, that's amazing, and it is really true. Uh, I can relate to that with my father. Of you know, growing up around such a he was an he's an incredible entrepreneur and sometimes I didn't realize the lessons I was learning because you know you're young yes. you go into sometimes of they tell you Same. things you never know you're like okay yeah, yes. to the, I want to go shopping after just and mm-hmm. I was sitting in his meeting rooms but actually yeah. those little moments sitting in his meeting rooms looking at listening to him but not realizing what I'm learning at that time correct it's only later in your life when you're whenever you're in a moment where that valuable lesson comes to play you're like wow if it wasn't for him I wouldn't be thinking like this I wouldn't be doing that and it's, it's an incredible thing about how lessons you learn growing up when you're a sponge can impact your whole future. And it's exactly absolutely. what I think happened with your mom. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's incredible also what, not just the figures around us, but also what we end up learning through our own accord. And I know you did history, art history and architecture you studied. Um, but uh, did that impact also the way you thought and how you were eventually going to operate your business? Look, I think parents, and in my case, my mother was a big inspiration, but my teachers at school mm. were amazing inspiration. I, I, I had incredible teachers, so I think everything that I learned, my, my classes, my uh, technical design classes, my art classes, my uh, math my uh, physics and chemistry teacher, everyone was part of who I 
became today. I, I put everything that I learned. It's almost like a bag of knowledge, and 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 it was uh, uh, incorporated in everything that I've done. What I will suggest and what I will advise young people to do: do not ignore. Try to be a sponge. Don't ignore what other people would. If they would, if. Today, when you are young, doesn't make sense what your teacher or your parents are saying. Trust me, you will use it later on. So pay attention. Be a sponge. Even if you don't agree with that at that time, when you are 20, you don't agree with what your parents will tell you. Uh, but later on, you will resonate with everything they told you. Just pay attention. I love that. And, and remember, it doesn't cost anything to listen. Yes. It just costs time, but time... Yes. When used, you know, it's it's still worth that investment of time to listen because um, you have more of it when you're younger. I'll be honest, like I just felt I had a lot more time growing up and I used that time to be a sponge. I remember telling my dad um, in summer, I said, oh, I don't really want to like just play with my friends anymore like can you take me to Germany and I want to do an internship in somewhere like I just want to learn 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 learn. and thank god I used that time then to learn a lot because a lot of people when I I'm quite young in my career and a lot of people often look at my my face or be like oh you're very young you don't you must not know a lot and I said but don't underestimate how much I learned growing up because I was a sponge and I have many years of that. And I think it's very important is yeah. doing that. So I really thank you for that um, note because I think everyone, and, and also it doesn't even matter if you're young or even any stage of your life, we're always learning, right. always yes. sponging ourselves. I'm still people. learning. I am exactly. still learning every day. Every yeah. day from young people because I want, yeah. to, I want to keep the trend. I want to learn yeah. from what, what is trendy right now. Yeah. I mean, this TikTok thing, I mean, I, I even have to like uh, go to people and be like, okay, I don't <laughs> understand it. Well, now we're talking about NFTs and all this stuff. I'm yes. like, okay, teach me because <laughs> I need to yes. know. Yes, um, sure. It's so true. It's so true. But, you know, um, I know you moved to Los Angeles. Um, I think it was at like yes. 1989. Um, and you had your initial, was it your initial uh, work in, as an esthetician? Um, can you tell us more about that? So I started working in a salon in, uh, in Los Angeles um, and, and other two mentors, the owners of the salon, two ladies, one German and one Italian, that I learned so much from them. Uh, it was absolutely, I would be around them cleaning their tools, cleaning their desk and uh, or their table where they used to do the makeup, just to learn from them, how, how they talk to the clients, how paying attention constantly. Uh, I would not be in my room if I didn't have a client. I wanted to be around them. Uh, you know, it's like the same, uh, the same story when you are young and uh, you are out, uh, out of college and they will put you to make coffee and bring coffee to the executive team. Uh, and and young, sometimes that's the moment where you could listen to what they are talking, learn everything. So I was kind of the same. So I, I started doing facial and body waxing and it was a, a glare moment where I realized that nobody paid attention to eyebrows. And, and I thought, wow, I mean, in the picture, uh, in, in my picture is in Romania. I look really surprised and it's because of the eyebrows, because my eyebrow was penciled thin around. So I started going to the library and revisit what my art teacher kind of taught me. And uh, I start slowly doing this mathematical formula and practicing doing eyebrow shaping. Uh, and... Uh, 
Unfortunately, after a year and a half, the, the owners, because it took me longer to do uh, the eyebrows and squeezing the client for the facial, I, I realized that I would be too late for the next client. So my, the owners will not allow me to do eyebrows. But I really believe that they were so important. Uh, I rented then a, a small room and I started doing the facial and body waxing, but eyebrows as well. Four years later, I became so busy doing mostly eyebrows, and I realized that it uh, was time for me to open a salon. So in 97, I opened a salon in Beverly Hills. It's still there, 438 North Bedford, and um, I started doing more and more eyebrows, and I realized that the clients will, will I used to mix some aloe vera with eyeshadow and Vaseline to create this pomade to fill in the perfect eyebrow shape. Um, and um, the client will leave and, and three weeks later, they will come to reshape their eyebrow. We used to tell me like, Anastasia, I mean, when I leave your place, my eyebrow looks perfect. But if I take a shower, then still I need that products, whatever you do. So I decided to make a product line because there were not eyebrow for pro, uh, products for eyebrows. So in 99, I launched the line in uh, my salon. And in 2000, we launched in uh, Nordstrom's with Brow Studios because at that time, uh, we needed a esthetician to not only shape eyebrow, but to, to tell the clientele, how, educate how to use the product because people were not used to use brow powder in, uh, to fill in their eyebrows. So that was the beginning of uh, my journey. That's incredible. Very, very interesting and very, as an entrepreneur, I always say um, I was thrown in the middle of the ocean and I had to learn how to swim. Um, yep. But um, I I always ask and, and I, I'm so forever thankful to all the clients that I had, my celebrity clients. I had a huge list of celebrity clients that they were, they believed in me. They, they definitely supported me. Uh, so I'm forever thankful, but for everyday clients that they used to come and I will ask questions, they will be my mentors. They used to uh, teach me everything that I needed. Every question that I had, I will find somebody to give me an answer. So uh, very thankful and, and forever grateful that, um, uh, that I, I, they supported me and they believed in me and promoted me. And, you know, they were, it was like the best kept secret in the early 90s to get uh, your eyebrows done by Anastasia. I mean, in terms of some of those, I mean, incredible celebrity clients, I know I read something about Cindy Crawford. Do you have any like incredible memories well, of any memories, of them? Oh, so when uh, I started, I used to have all the supermodels because in the 90s, yeah. the supermodels were on every cover of the magazine. So Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, Stephanie Seymour, Gay Elliot, so they were this beautiful. I mean, I cannot even tell you how gorgeous those girls were. Like I thought that I came from Romania, and I'm never. I have never seen more beautiful women like Cindy and Stephanie. I mean, they were gorgeous, gorgeous. And uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Faye Dunaway. So I, I had a lot of celebrity clients because there were not too many salons in in Beverly Hills, to be honest. 
beauty industry was not so big in, in early 90s. Um, and then I moved to, I rented the room and I started working with Jennifer Lopez. In 1992, I started working with Jennifer Lopez when she did uh, the Selena movie. I mean, what a journey. Amazing. She was beautiful then and, and beautiful today. Um, but uh, then then uh, the, the clientele started growing. Sharon Stone, uh, um, who is who? Oprah Winfrey, that being on her show was like uh, winning an Oscar. Um, it is. Then, <laughs> then uh, every uh, Jennifer Aniston, uh, all the Jennifers uh, <laughs> that you know. Um, you could want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could, yes. Penelope Cruz. I mean, everyone. Wow. And, and incredible journey, incredible beautiful. Then the Kardashians. Uh, yeah. from Kim to Kendall to uh, it, it, I've, I've had an incredible journey. And again, it's a, it gives me so much joy because there are still few of them are my clients and it's still yeah. like a joy to believe that they still believe in me for so many years. But like your salon, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's still there today because you haven't changed your authenticity, your story, no, your, you, yes. know, you are you. And that's the most important is no matter what happens in the world with this changing of the digital landscape and the generational change, there's so much happening, pandemic, whatever, but nothing will change the fact that people no, trust you, no. they believe in you yes. and you are the best when it comes, in my opinion, I say Thank you're you. the best. Appreciate, so it, I appreciate um, and, 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 and fun about with, with, yeah, sorry, go ahead, please. What I, I'm sorry I interrupt you, but what I want to, to express is just this joy in uh, having women and men in my salon that, I mean, of course, celebrities are amazing and, and everybody, uh, they, they, they um, really help to give validity, uh, to be uh, almost like to, to give me a weight on and trust on, oh, Anastasia is the best, her products and so forth. But everyday clients, every woman, every man that wants to, to, to learn and, and, change the the look I, we are there and we treat them like stars so everyone is a star when comes to anastasia salon i i love that i mean that's what i was gonna say but i'm glad that you said it before me is this about what about you know your everyday clients but the fact that you said it before me shows you yeah. put that as the most high regard because they're the people that truly you know uh, you're making a big difference to everyone it's, it's that's the best part that that's that's my my duty but that's that's yes. why i i wanted that's why i started this because i wanted everyone to have the perfect eyebrows mm. and to understand because we are all different yes we don't look like each other. We are all from the texture of the eyebrow hair to the bone structure to the space, the way the way our eyes are, the, the space on the upper lid. So we are so different. So the measurements and everything, our technique is based on everyone is different and how you will be able to find the perfect uh, uh, shape for yourself and then we have a wide variety of products that will help everyone well you know talking about products and i, I do want to definitely put a, a big emphasis on the fact that within that three year 1997 to 2000 i mean opening a salon 
not easy, yes. especially in Beverly Hills. Then developing a product line, not easy, with MPD production operations. Then also doing like, you know, the, the whole retail part of the uh, going into retail, but then adding on the extra layer of like, let's make a, also put estheticians in and, brow, you know, a brow bar. Like you went yes. full on and that takes a lot of mistakes, successes, learning. And I would love to know a little bit about more specifically the product how did you start that? Was it a local lab? Was it you in a kitchen? Like, what did you do? Um, I, I'm impressed that you could see this underlining of the shiny star above. Like, oh, Anastasia is so successful. But trust me, it wasn't easy. The struggles, I can the imagine. The struggle. You understand the struggle. And as a founder, uh, we know. We know yes, the details. Yes. And we don't want the consumers to know because it's not their problem. It's our problem. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It's not chic. It's not... Uh, no. Uh, not glamour. It's, not, yeah, it's not glamour, yes. Um, but I, I decided to go to a show, a beauty show, uh, and I found a, a lab and I started the product. Um, it wasn't easy, I have to say. I mean, I had to, uh, in 94, actually, I bought my first house here. And because I, I studied construction, uh, civil engineering, I like I have a good eye and I, I have some knowledge. Um, and I remodeled the house. I sold the house. And that was my part-time job, by the way. Remodeled the house while I was wor- working. Wait, you missed and, that out. That's a, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yes. And not only I used to do eyebrows in the salon to be able to put all the money into the products, but... Uh, the money that I make selling the the house, I used to put in uh, in having cash to uh, to create the products because uh, no bank, nobody in '97 will will give me money. Uh, so that I then I bought another house and and I will I mean I will keep the house for two years and then sell it. So all the money I used to generate from uh, selling the house plus. Um, Plus, getting the the money from working in the salon all the time, like six days a week, and uh, Sundays I used to do house calls. So those were uh, money that would help me to create the the makeup line. Um, I started with one person who was my assistant, a makeup artist, and uh, I was doing eyebrows with headphones and and kind of listening what is the production doing here. And, then, and of course, uh, small um, uh, orders at the beginning of those times, you were able to do like a thousand pieces. Uh, right now, nobody will bother with a thousand pieces. So uh, that was a struggle, I have to say. It wasn't easy. Um, then uh, to open the brow studios was as well. We had to train them. We had to find people that worked uh, on the field. Um, I used to travel in the weekends and go to different locations, Nordstrom, to train the esthetician and do eyebrows to sell the products. I mean, uh, it, it was seven days, never a dull moment of work. Uh, because uh, not only, yes, you you convince a, a department store to sell your product, then you need to sell them. <laughs> because if you don't sell them, then you will get them back. 
So uh, it, it was a learning curve. Like, for instance, just one mistake that I didn't know, we had a full makeup line. And, and when we sold to Nordstrom's, the esthetician, the, we needed to hire makeup artists that we need to pay. I didn't know I have to pay for the makeup artist. So because I couldn't afford to pay that, we pulled the makeup uh, from the from Nordstrom's and uh, we kept only in the salon the makeup for a period of time. And uh, we kept in, the, in Nordstrom only eyebrow service with eyebrow products because it was a, was a decision that I thought, okay, let's focus on eyebrows because we could afford that. All the makeup is too much. I cannot afford. So let's pull that. I, I lost so much money because all the, the products that we got back, basically, they were not usable. Um, and and uh, it, it was a, a lesson that I never forgot. Um, yep. in, in my career, I have to say, I made many mistakes, but I never made the same mistake twice. I learned and I remember. So, yes, and uh, this is how slowly you learn and you understand what to do, what not to do, and uh, uh, it's through experience. Or I couldn't afford to hire somebody that knew all of this, uh, a person that uh, will know the operation system or uh, salespeople, or I, I was doing everything, but... You know, you learn, you learn and uh, you move on. Yes. And it's, I mean, it's so relatable to any point of time of like, even now, the things you were saying back then, the mistakes you made, I've just made it last year with my businesses, you know, wrong printing, wrong yes. pr product. And, you know, I have to say to myself, okay, Akash, this is a business that's going to grow. In five years time, this might've been hundred thousand of units, not 10,000. It's 10, a lesson that I won't make it again. And it's, it's yes. sad because oh, it's relative. At that time, that's a lot of investment, of a lot of your hard money. Of course. But you have to say, don't make it again. You learn. And actually you say, thank you. And because I've learned a valuable life lesson and that's where yeah. you move on, you know, yeah. um, you don't let it affect you, destroy you because it can, a lot of you know entrepreneurs can be defeated by these moments. And there is always a something brighter ahead. But one thing, what you said, which really I think will be so important to our listeners, building brands today. A lot of people I hear say, oh, you know, everything's been done, it's hard. And, and you know, the reality is, is when you started your business, you know, you had to do a lot because no one was investing at that time. Now, a lot of people are investing in brands left, yes. right and center. I mean, they're, oh. they're dying to put money in. <laughs> and, you know, Absolutely. you are you've proven that, you know, you can still build a brand today like you did before because you just need to go steady at your pace, which is your right pace, is don't compare to anyone and just right. put product first and consumers first and enjoy the journey. And you've Correct. shown that. And I think, and I, and I honestly believe the way you've grown Anastasia Beverly Hills, you've done that year after year because you're still here at the forefront and the helm of your brand. Well, the way I see it and the, the way I could describe my, my brand and my journey is everything started very organic. I, want, I discovered this eyebrow uh, technique and, and the idea of uh, finding the perfect uh, shape. Then I, 
I had to create products because to create that perfect, people are missing eyebrows over tweezing. I created the products. I never started this journey thinking, oh my God, I want to to build a multi-billion dollar company. No, it didn't work like that. It was, I wanted to offer my clients the opportunity to create the perfect version of themselves. It period. This is what it was. I wanted to give them the perfect product, the best, and everybody should find the, the, their color, the her perfect texture. So I felt like I was working for my clients. I was hired by my clients and I had to deliver the best of the best. This is how it started. So every year, because the the this is how the fluidity of the, the, the business went. I needed to then, okay, I have to, uh, I will sell it to Nordstrom's and I will teach more people. Then uh, Sephora came on board and, oh, let's, let's sell to Sephora. How, how you? So everything was very organic. Our growth was organic. Okay, I we didn't have investors. We didn't know was nobody to pressure me. Uh, even so, it's harder. But there, there, it's like a uh, always. It's a good part and a bad part, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. in business. Uh, if you are on your own and you put your own money, it's you struggle. It's every day you have to be careful for every penny. If you have an investor, it's a lot easier, but you have to report to the investor all the time. So uh, this is how it is. This is not a free ride. <laughs> uh, doing business and being an entrepreneur, it's a huge commitment. You have, you have so many things to, to do. And, and remember, it's never a dull moment. What I describe business, if you ask me, Anastasia, how you describe business? Business is something that you wake up every day and you have to be prepared to solve a problem or many problems. It's not, oh my God, um, it's perfect. Everything is perfect. No, this is how business is. Businesses are today, what problem we need to solve? But you don't need to get stressed about. You just need to understand this is what business is. Okay, how many problems we need to solve? Okay, is this long-term, short-term, uh, what we have to do to, to solve them? This is how I describe business in, in the way I see it. Uh, and, and this is the truth. And I think the, if I take uh, the time uh, in the 90s when I started versus now, yes, there are advantage and disadvantage in every era. When I started, I, I couldn't even get a credit card from the bank because they didn't throw credit cards the way they, they will give it to you right now. Uh, now you have investors. It's so easy to find. You could start something or have an idea and a business plan and you will find an investor. So, you know, always it's, it's not easy, but no. you need to believe in yourself. You need to believe in your dream whatever it is, you need to understand that that is not going to happen overnight. It's, it's any, any dream, any business is not like this. Um, and you continually, you have to work on it. Um, and uh, I have many people that always ask me, like, how you deal with the stress? Mm -hmm. Look, I, I grew up in Romania. We don't even 
really know what stress or, or the concept of stress didn't exist. And, and remember, I, I grew up in a communist regime where there were some really tough things to deal with. Um, yeah. You learn how to deal with and, and you had a good spirit and you moved on. Uh, I, I, again, I understand I wanted, I love what I do, I am passionate about, and I like to to do my business and, and be involved to know every single part of the business because I started myself, so I know there's the marketing, is the sales, the production, and uh, I like to be involved top level. I, I form a beautiful and incredible team because that's important. The, the, every, every time your company grows, you, you have different problems to deal with. So when you get to the point where I am right now, the most important uh, part of the business is the team that you build because they are your foundation. They are the pillars of your your what you want to do so um again you start and and myself i started building a strong foundation so now i feel like i could build a lot of floors on this to create a a tall building which is the business um so this is how i see there are many other ways to do business but i this is how i build my business Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And, and I think it's the most relatable one to my journey as well, because, you know, you said you hit the nail on the head. There's never a dull moment. Every day is a new day, new challenges, new accomplishments um, and new opportunities in front of you. And as a founder or a CEO or whoever you are in your remit of your company, 
you have to sometimes put those executive decisions to decide, you know, and you have to push forward, go with it. So there's a lot of gut instinct as well. And that's the beauty of it all. It's a lot of data, a lot of mathematics, but also a lot of just taking risks. And I think that's when sometimes magic can happen is when you go against the norm and try something new, try something different, um, have people to advise you. But at the same time, you make a decision, you go with it and enjoy the journey. And you've done that step after step because, you know, it's not, it's hard, you know, going into Sephora. Again, we tell ourselves amazing opportunity, but we also say, but is it the right retailer? Um, and I do want to ask about that because I am in Sephora as well. And I mean, I'm sure your experience has been incredible, like, um, like mine um, has been with them because they're an incredible retailer. But was it easy deciding like at that time, okay, should we stick with Nordstrom a bit longer, go further with them? Or should we go into new retail or should we expand? What was that thought process? Well, we, we um, were approaching 2007, 2007 mm. to be in Sephora. My biggest problem, Sephora was like the most incredible concept that never existed before. Uh, and it was, yes, this is the perfect store, but can we have, do we have the money to produce enough products to be in Sephora? Because you, this is what, uh, uh, another point that people need to, okay, yes, I want to have this product line. Okay, can you produce that many? Can you coordinate to uh, all the production and, and replenishment because uh, as skew by skew, you need to replenish. Oh, we are out of browers. Okay, the place another order. So you need a lot of capital. And remember, I was self-fund myself. Yep. Uh, that was my struggle at that time. But apparently, we were able to manage. We went there with the brow products first. So yep. um, it was a very smart decision that I went small. Because exactly. uh, it was a lot easier. And you, for you went me. smartly with what you know against what you also had in terms of inventory capital, but also um, the brand positioning and the, yes. the, you have to think about that whole vision. But it is right. again to your point of like problem solving, right? Like there's always going to be a lot of gray areas and risks and things to tackle, but you start it and then you problem solve it every day and you win hurdle by hurdle and that's the that goes back to whether it's decisions of going into retail doing a new launch because you know it's always a reset mode it's a new risk new 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 decision but even just the beginning of starting a business the amount of friends i have who are like i just need to leave my job and start a business and i tell them okay well once you figure out the why the wow the who and the authentic story why aren't you and they're like i don't know if i'm ready i'm like but tell you what when i started my business and i'm so anastasia you'll say the same we were never ready we're, you know, we're still learning. Yeah. We're still figuring it out. But oh, starting yeah. it is the best first step and problem solve each day. Um, and that's what we have to do. Um, so that's really the most important thing. But in terms of, because um, you mentioned financing as well, was there a turning point in your um, journey where you then needed to say, okay, there's a point where self-funding is great and I'm currently self-funding my brand and I'm asking because I'm also thinking um is there a point where you do say okay no investment is now important investment arm or a VC or a fund so I started in the 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 line in we launched in 98 um and we slowly we grew the company 
until 2018. I was self-fund myself. But from from 2000, and probably we were in negative, negative, we didn't make money for... Because you were were reinvesting. Maybe 2010. So for 10 years, everything I used to work and put the money back in in to the company. Yes, back in. And uh, until 2018, when I decided to, to go globally and I needed a partner to help me with operation. And I sold the minority of the company to a great uh, company, TPG. Um, I, I never, I mean, I was self-funded. So uh, a crazy story. I didn't have even a CFO. Um, no way. Really? Like, no. Yes. And me and my niece, we used to manage the money. And uh, my daughter worked with me. She started from the front desk uh, uh, manager to being the president of uh, the company and making products. And uh, my daughter is a genius, but I wanted to make sure I teach her everything I know. And um, she she has an incredible work ethic that uh, is definitely an important pillar of, of this company. Uh, but uh, I, 2018 was the first time when um, I had an investor, believe it or no, not. No. But that's I, amazing, I don't think amazing. it's happening like that. I, I don't think it's happening yeah. anymore. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if I would suggest people to do that or to get investment. There are advantages and disadvantages always. With everything in life. And that, I think that's the thing is, is like, it's just you have to take what your current state of mind is and your current yes. goals because you know there are points where people yes. are like okay i'm getting tired i just need someone in take over this yeah. give me the money let's you know i'm happy at that point yeah um yeah. or there's times where you're still ready to build it learn make mistakes and it's all yeah. okay um so i but i definitely agree like you know talking about your daughter claudia with what she did with norvina i, I when i was i was seeing her in a lot of different things mm. whether it was I was watching like, dare I say, I was watching like these YouTube series she was on, all these little things. And I was like, she's incredible. And when I found out she was your daughter and now hearing how your mother, it's like, I love this generational wisdom. And And, and, um, I want to mention something else before I will forget. Um, When I started this brand, I Mm. started with, with so authentic, with the desire to offer uh, everyone uh, ability to find the best version of themselves using my products and, and sharing my techniques. But I wanted this to pass it on my daughter to be a forever brand that uh, will be involved and we will love to work. I still love to work. I will never stop working. So uh, I think Today, people will start a business and they think, okay, how many years will it take me to sell this for a billion dollars? This is how everybody is thinking. So it depends. I started the company and I still want to have a legacy. I want to have this for my daughter to take over one day and... uh, you know, uh, and I hope her kids will do, and she doesn't have kids yet, but I hope she will. But, you know, yeah. uh, this is how I started. And again, uh, 
depends what do you want. Do you want to start something and in three years get out and get the money? Everybody has whatever, what works. Yeah. But you need to think at the beginning. When you start, you have to think, okay, yeah. what do I want? You yeah. need to be realistic about your goals. I fully agree. And that's when the in, even the little things like the investment decisions, were well, not little, they're big. That's what's yeah, very okay. important because they're tethered to that. And also, if you don't know, then don't make yeah. those decisions yet. Wait a bit yeah. because yes. you do, they do make an impact on the end goal because if you take a big chunk out of the company and they Correct. have another plan for it, there's a problem yeah. there. So Correct. 100% agree. But um, I mean, you were talking about building a legacy and, you know, uh, incredible evaluations and what you've done and built for yourself, but also social media, because let's talk, that's like a big, big part yes. of today. We're talking about TikTok every day in meetings. Um, I mean, what was it like amassing like to, uh, nearly 20 million followers right now on Instagram? Like, how has that been like for you? So in 2012, my daughter came to me and said, mom, is this app that we need to have a presence there with Anastasia Beverly Hills. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't like Facebook. I don't like to know every day how many times somebody goes for coffee. Like, it's coffee, not me. Yeah. And, um, and uh, she said, no, 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 this is nothing like Facebook. This is, we, we could put uh, video tutorials and uh, it, it's, you will see. So let, let me show you. I will open an account and let's put an eyebrow tutorial. We put an eyebrow tutorial and, um, of course, we were reading the comments. We were like, and the, the phone was an extension of my right hand uh, from 7 o'clock in the morning until 12. We'll be in and out all the time. Um, and um, from the comments, I mean, we got so many comments and likes. Uh, and was one comment that said, oh, my God, I would love to have this brow whisk because it, in, the, in the tutorial was a brow whisk. And I would love to buy this brow whisk or to have. I don't remember exactly how she expresses her desire. And I said, well, send me your address and I will send you one brow whisk. And she said, oh, I'm sorry, I cannot... Uh, um, I live in a small village. I don't remember was India or Pakistan, but so far away. And I thought, oh my God, this is incredible. I will never have a chance to reach somebody in a small village so far away. And to give a chance to this woman to learn how to do eyebrow, it's incredible. To me, it was like amazing. So that was okay. Yes, I believe in this. Let's go full on. And we're the first brand to have a presence on uh, social media. And for sure, social media. Was, and was everything was organic at that time when we started, you know. We used to send uh, um, products to people that we thought that they did a great job of their makeup and they start doing the makeup and uh, they start. I, it was incredible. It was... We, we build a community that I'm really proud of. It was incredible. We empower so many people, um, men, women, everybody. We were the first brand to to post a, a guy doing makeup. Um, yep. I, it was it was so beautiful to see this community that was all about makeup. It mm. it, it brought together, I think, uh, everyone. And, and it was a good feeling for, for me. 
That's the most important thing is, is and I used to work in Dior for many years and we used to always, like I used to always, I used to work in social media influencers. Yes. And Anastasia Beverly Hills was like the biggest benchmark and not for, you know, not just for the brand side is beautiful, but the community side. It's where brands yes. in Instagram, the Dior's and et cetera, they struggle yes. to reach communities. And yes. you guys still and always have um, done that. And I used to say, I said, you know why they're doing it? It's because they started doing it. You know, it's yeah. so authentic. It's like now well, it's we very authentic. Authentic. and yeah. that's the thing. Very authentic. Sometimes you have to start there and to do it. Like you know, every brand wants to be somewhere, but if they're not that in their DNA, it's okay to not be that. But the brands that start that are the ones that I think are always going to last through time because they're putting their people first, their community first, their clients first. Yeah. That's so important. Sure. So that's yeah. great that you I always, that. I always tell my daughter, we work for our customers. Yes. They are our boss. This is what it is. Because everybody at work, I remember years ago, some of the clients like, oh, you don't care because you don't have a boss. Like, no, I have a very important boss. My boss is my client. Client. Love it. That's exactly That's it. True. I mean, if, if they're not happy, yeah. the brand it's is over. Like, You're yes. not happy. Of so course. they are the main, they're the main people. And, yeah. and I think that's what, um, it's hard sometimes because we have to find a balance between growing and doing more, but also listening. And I think the brands that are keeping an eye on the ground is the most important. And social media is a great outlet for that because it's a sure. communicative platform. It's a way to you know, reach people, as you said, in villages in India to Beverly Hills in LA and you're all on yep. one same page, one cell mm -hmm. level. And it's amazing. So I love That's that. Amazing. But in yeah. terms of now, like just, um, you know, what's next for Anastasia Beverly Hills? Do you have like, is it more product? Is it just more global expansion, penetration? What's your, your goals? We just launched the lip, uh, lip liner and lipstick, which is going to be amazing because it's so yeah. beautiful. We want, I, just to give you an example of the struggle, We wanted to do this, the pencil, the lip liner forever. In 2016, we approved a formula with a company. We produce thousands of products. Yep. After two, a month, we didn't even have time to, I didn't have time to put them in the store. They were in our warehouse. They got so dry that and and skipped and the formula changed mm. we threw everything away and we kept trying different labs different lab finally <laughs> it's two, 2022 we launched the lipstick okay just to if we work me and my daughter we work on on products so many products tens of products If yep. we are not in love with, we'll never release. That's why we believe, and, and I know that our customer believe that if Anastasia will launch something, then we know it's good. <clears throat> so we are still creating new products, but we want to expand in, in more countries. And yep. obviously the, the COVID, right before COVID, we, we launched in uh, Asia. And unfortunately, the COVID kind of stopped that. Yeah. And uh, we, hope, we hope that the, this year we'll, we'll be able to kind of slowly get into the, the group and uh, have expand more products and more countries to, to have distribution.
No, and that's the goal. Thank you for sharing that because I think it's so important for um, product transparency and it just brings also consumers closer to know that it's not just a quick MPD to hit retail demand and just make money. It's like years of effort grind. And I mean, no. I was speaking to my friend today, Zach, about no. music. And he said, sometimes I can write a song in 20 minutes, sometimes six months. There is no rule book. There's no time. And I think that's the same when it comes to anything, like even building a brand, building Correct. a product is do not launch it. Yes. And even we're yes. going through the same thing with Fable and Main, where we're like, I'm not sure about a formula. And we've told Sephora we're committing to launch this in July. I'm going to have to, don't care. Just tell them, sorry, not launching it. Deal with it. Even if yeah. I have one product launched this exactly. year, it's what my brand needs. And that's what I'm going to do. For sure. For sure. I will give you an example. Every single product for eyebrows, I am in charge and the makeup is my daughter. Not only we created this products because was nothing before, but every PO, every order that we need to place, I have to approve the PPS before they start the production. So, for instance, yes, two days ago, I had the brow powder and brow wiz uh, to approve few colors. And why I have to do that? Because obviously the lab has the same formula. Yes, you think that they will, you will get exactly the same product. Well, let's say uh, I use dark brown and, and uh, I will try the, the PPS before they will go in production and it's too red undertone. So why that is? So we need to adjust the color because we, we use the best uh, raw material companies. But the, you, sometimes for, let's say, for the last order, we, had, uh, we bought a yellow from Brazil and this time we buy a yellow from France company. Um, well, the yellow in Brazil maybe had a slightly green undertone and the yellow from France has a slightly uh, red undertone. Well, that when you mix the same formula, the same part of yellow inside, then it changes the color. So I need to approve, we need to work on add certain colors more or less, and we adjust the formula and uh, they will go, we will go back and forth until I get exactly the same mm. color as the standard. So with every product we do this. And it's very unusual in, uh, in the beauty industry to do that. People are not doing brands, but we want to do that because it's so important that everybody know that Anastasia it's always checks every single part. Like my daughter will approve every, every uh, magic, the concealer, the foundation, every colors has to be the same, the same texture, the same color, like the standard. So it's a lot, it's of, a lot of work. It's not easy. And you wouldn't change it. We love it. You have to love it. Love and it. You have to love you, it. And no. it's just, uh, it's so yes. inspiring for especially new founders like me, because it, you are exactly my, my dream and my yeah. goal to be, uh, you know, just to be always still in love with my brand. And it's something I can't, I can't guarantee, but I know I will because I'm enjoying every single minute right now. And you're a testament of someone who is still approving POs is like oh that's amazing I love that because that's that's what I think I want to do and people sometimes people tell you people say Akash you got to let go you got to like move on you got to like hire CEOs I'm like no I don't want to no. I don't need to and I think I won't until I until I change I don't think I yeah. will and thank you for doing that it's important to know very important and and another important part of all this is if you do not love 
what you do, you will not be able to go to the end because it's so difficult. Every day you have different things to deal with that if you do not love it, you will give up. One question I have is is when you love it so much, sometimes you can get attached, right? Like I get sometimes a bit emotional when um, something doesn't go right. And it, it can, you know, it can be little things where we miss something or a consumer is upset and, you know, it happens, right? How do you separate that, you of know, course. that disappointment in sometimes ourselves, right? Because we are at the forefront of it all. Um, I think you need to really put an imaginary, this is how I envisioned when, at the beginning when I started, because I, I would get affected by everything. Mm. You need to put an imaginary screen between those problems and when you take a decision you have to say okay i don't want to let all this emotional thing affect me i'm going to think with my brain and not with my heart Heart. because this is important to take the right decision for the brand you know i work for anastasia beverly hills yeah not for your current state of mind no no so that's you you need to make a conscious decision to detach your emotion by decision that you make sometimes you will make decision that probably emotionally you will not want to take but because of the business you have to take them what is the you always have to think what is the best for Anastasia Beverly yes. Hills. That, you know, and that's exactly what I say. I have a co-founder, my sister, Nikki, and I tell her the same. I, I sometimes say, we have to do what's best for Fablemane. But then sometimes I look at myself and we're all hypocritical yeah. some way or form. Yeah, and I course. kind of don't even do it myself. I'm like, wait, Akash, are you doing it for Akash or for Fable? So it's so important. I think that imaginary blanket... Thank, I'll, I'll be telling my children that and I'll always mention you. So thank you. It's very good advice. Yeah. It's very yeah. good. Um, but before you know, we, we wrap up with some fire round questions, I, I do want to just quickly touch on, you mentioned the pandemic and we've had to adapt as founders our kind of rituals, um, how we work, um, how we motivate our own selves. Um, do you have any rituals for success, whether it's a morning routine or, you know, staying away from TikTok in certain hours of the day? Like, what do you do to keep yourself performing as the best founder? Um, first of all, I have a, like a strict regiment. I like to wake up. I wake up at seven, seven o'clock in the morning. I have my coffee. Um, I check, of course, the Instagram and my emails. Um, and then I detach myself for an hour for, from my phone. And... Um, Sometimes you need to collect all, all your thoughts when almost like a make a mental plan of the day, what things you need to solve, what problems you need to solve. And uh, uh, most of the time between eight and nine o'clock, I have a trainer and I work out with him. And then um, it, it kind of clears my mind. I have time to to. Uh, put emphasize in my body and my mind. It's almost like a yoga time. When I used to do eyebrows, actually, was the best thing because was my yoga moment. Yeah. Uh, and then I now with the with the pandemic, it zoomed. I'm zoomed out from many hours. Uh, and uh, during the day, I like to take little time or listening to the music to music or or Vivaldi, or uh, Miles Davis, or mm. uh, or read few pages in a book. And I like history book very much. Uh, or any other books that will, 
I need an answer for in yeah. my mind. Um, and, um, and I like then to have dinners. I mean, I used to have before the pandemic every night, five days a week, I used to go out for dinners, invite friends, clients, business people it was a way of absorbing everything from every industry. It didn't matter if it was beauty or I, I like to surround myself with people that I could learn from young, old, it doesn't matter. Uh, I I think being open to learn and to listen and to find inspiration for everything is the best. This is what works for me. And um, yeah, and and, uh, kind of, I am so passionate about my work that Mm. I love to keep my, uh, it's infectious, my, my passion that my team is like, oh my God, when you start talking, we feel like we need to do something. (laughs) So yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a flat person. I mean, I'm like very outspoken and very energetic. That's for sure. Uh, I can tell. And and I think it's something that, um, is going to inspire many, all your stakeholders from your clients, to your team, to your, your daughter. It's just, um, don't, you're not changing and don't change because it's the best. Uh, and you've inspired yeah. me through this conversation. So, I mean, I'm it's incredible. Happy. The impact. Well, I, I, I want to inspire everyone, especially yes. young people that they have doubts because I think the biggest problem we have as an individual is that you are afraid to fail. You yeah. are afraid. That, oh my God! I, I have try, to scream. I want like, you know? and and I'm afraid I will not be good enough. And like, no, just try it. If you really believe in it, just go for it. Yeah. No. Someone um, said yes. I was on a podcast. I did a podcast recording yesterday, and the person said, "Put fear as your, you know, your tailwind. Like, put that, make that, make you go forward." Back. And in the back you know and that's so important so um i fully agree um but before we go into fire round i ask all my guests the same question it's sort of like a pandemic related question so travel's opening Uh up um but tsa security is being really strict and they're saying anastasia you can fly with us but you can only bring one product from anastasia beverly hills so i know it's mean because i'm (laughs) basically making you choose like from all your babies but what is your one go-to that will be with you well, I think Browis is my my baby. Yeah, I mean this, I, but but again, it's very difficult. I could say, hey, I love the clear brow gel that you use, yes. uh, or I love my tweezer, or I mean, every, remember, we are so passionate about every product we make. If we are exactly. not in love with, we we don't launch it. Yeah, but definitely, if you need. And if you want to know what my baby is, is the brow is. Well, I was going to say, you could cheat and just bring one of your kits, like your natural polished brow kit or something. Then you get a bit yes. more, right? A few <laughs> That's more, That's the best yes. hack. That's a little beauty hack. I mean, the new, the new products that we launched, the Brow Freeze, is yeah. uh, incredible. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I could go on and on. You know that. Oh, amazing. So, fire on questions. First thing that yes. comes to your mind, the, the first question is, what is another beauty brand that you're currently loving right now? Um, another beauty brand that I, I, I love NARS. I think NARS is yeah. a beautiful brand. I love it. He's an artist. His product uh, are amazing. Um, I think I love, um, I love Tom Ford. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think yeah. there are so many. Oh, Pat McGrath, I love. I love oh, Charlotte beautiful. Tilbury. Beautiful. You know what? You know what I'm loving right now is, and this is what my whole podcast is about: collaboration of a competition. You're saying mainly makeup brands. You're saying brands that you know people would say, oh, they don't. They have some products that compete, but you're putting them f- as well in front, and I love that. It's very telling oh, as a founder. I think I think to have competition is the healthiest way of Health, doing business. Exactly. It's the best. Because it, it it like if they launch something I feel like oh my god I want to come exactly. with something even better or better. you know or he has I get it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I completely agree. I I think healthy competition is the best thing to to make you create more because if it will be just Anastasia it's not fun. No, and you don't have any, yeah, you don't have any extra push. We Mm. need that sometimes, you know, we need that little push up. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Uh, What's a guilty pleasure of yours? Um, Like a good glass of wine when I have a good dinner. I love Are are you white or red? Red. I love red. Uh, I love food. I'm a foodie. I like Mm. to cook as well. And um, I like a good glass of wine. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite, it's Ornelaya. So a yeah. glass of Ornelaya. Oof. Amazing. Uh, what are you currently watching or reading? I am uh, watching uh, net, on Netflix, uh, Roman Empire. It's a TV sh- series and I, and I love it. I love history, as I said. And I'm reading a book, Yeah. a history book about uh, Romania, Dacia which they discover that their culture is like 6,000 years old. And a very, very interesting book. Yeah. You know, uh, Romania was uh, the country that uh, the Romans went there to conquer Romania. And it's the only Eastern country that they they went there to conquer. So uh, in the book, there are questions why... Really, the Romans Romans went there. Why Romania? Only Romania. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. No, I'm actually really curious. I'll definitely check it out. Um, What's your favorite social media platform right now? Uh, Instagram. I still love Instagram. Even if they change the algorithm, I wish they would go back to the same, but I I still love uh, Instagram. Instagram. It's my favorite. Uh, do you have like a favorite quote or a mantra that you live by? Never give up. Amazing. So powerful, those three words. And my last question is, if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur, what would you be doing right now? I guess it's something in history, but I'll let, let me see what you say. Um, no, maybe I will, I will open a flower shop and do flower ah. arrangements. <laughs> or <laughs> or that. I will open a restaurant and I will cook and be... Uh, bartender in the like, uh, yeah. I, I love the interaction with people. So because yeah. of the COVID, the two years, I haven't been to the office. Nobody goes to the office. Believe it or not, in December, November, December, I, I started going to the salon and did the uh, eyebrows wow. and donated the money to a charity that I support, Blue Heron Foundation. Because I need that interaction with people. Yep. Oh, it's so important. And, and it's something that we become the beneficiary. Of course, you're impacting their lives, especially who you are today, Anastasia. But we also, right? It, no, it, but they impact, of course, they impact my life too. Exactly. That's so important. So, I mean, with that, that's such important words. It's been 
absolute honor. You've given us so much nuggets of wisdom and uh, you've definitely inspired me. But where can everyone find, I kind of feel daft because I'm sure everyone already follows you, but where can everyone find and follow both Anastasia Beverliers, but also you personally on social media? So my personal page is Anastasia Suare, S-O-A-R-E. And the brand is Anastasia Beverly Hills, of course. Well, it's been an absolute... I hope we get to meet in person soon when I come to America or if you're in London anytime soon. And uh, till then, it's been an absolute honor and we'll stay in touch and wishing you all the success and happiness. Uh, I appreciate that very much. And thank you so much for having me. Send you love to you and everybody else and good luck in whatever you want to do. hope you enjoyed this episode of founded beauty as much as i had making it and if you did please share it with a friend who you think will love it too founded beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music Podcasts, the acast app and many more and i'm also very proud to be part of the acast creator network so be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop we really appreciate every single follow listen share and review It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable of Maine goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 